Oh. <laughs> I got. I gulped it right I, into the mouth or into the I, mic. I heard all of it. Good. I'm not happy. <laughs> Do you remember when we first started this? We were gonna have like a theme song, and we picked one out. Uh, yes. It was just like YouTube library, like uh, stock music. Yeah, and then I edited our fake episode. Um, yes. And I put it in there, and then you never used it. Hmm, you're hmm. right. Hmm. You're right. I didn't take it out of the fake well, episode. You just never edited the never... fake episode. And when That's I was true. like, are you going to edit this? You were like, no. And I was like, but you told me to. I, on I only didn't uh, edit the fake episode because... We were already on to like the real episode. Yeah, By but the time I, I remembered, edited it. I did my edit because we had talked about it. True, you are not wrong. And then when I asked, you were like, "Oh no, I'm not doing that." <laughs> and I was like, "Because when you said, are you gonna uh, edit the that episode? I was, that was the first time I had thought about it." <laughs> I'm pretty sure we had talked about it. Mm, I don't know. What but do yeah, you need you're to right. tell yourself? <laughs> yeah, I I never have put the the theme song in there. I and I didn't of... either, but I think it's because the all about Eve episode, I didn't that which was our like first real episode. Sure. I didn't edit cuz I was moving out of my apartment. <gasps> right. So then you just didn't yeah. put it in and I was like I guess he doesn't want that music. <laughs> No, literally. You know, we just... spent time picking it out. And I, put, I edited when I did my edit of the podcast. I, was supposed to do. I I honestly just kind of forgot about it. I don't. I forgot that it was because I can. I bet you the files in my like film schooled folder, but I don't I, know where. Yeah, I bet it's in my downloads because <laughs> I'm not organized. Oh, dude! I keep my downloads folder clean and clean. Really, mine probably oh, yeah. has thousands of files. Oh no! I'm because if I lose something, I'm like, you know what? I probably downloaded it. <laughs> probably downloads. Right. That's like my backup drive. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, I have to like the downloads folder is like a temporary space that I need to like either delete something because it's been you know used mm -hmm. and there, or it needs to be put somewhere else. Like it needs to be placed where it needs to go. Should this be the beginning of the episode? It could be. Welcome to film school. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome maybe to for, film school. Maybe for the first time, maybe for the third. Yeah, who's to say at this point? I'll say. Yeah? Later. I'll say. I'll say. <laughs> I'm Tyler. I'm Courtney. And uh, and together we solve crimes. <laughs> <laughs> and together we we talk about old movies that no one's heard of i i, <laughs> I mentioned no roman holiday to a, a few people and no one knew of it those people are dumb unless yeah. it was your mom and i love her she's, yeah, she's not great. dumb but uh no roman holiday it was uh not to spoil the end of this podcast but wow what a what a flick I will say that I got a notification that you that you reviewed it on on Letterboxd, so I knew I knew your hand coming into this. <laughs> oh no! I gotta, I gotta, you gotta keep wait. my uh, yeah. I gotta I gotta like privatize my. Uh, 
it actually might have just been because you liked my review on Letterboxd, so then it said, like, Tyler reviewed. Oh, sure. I don't know if I got a notification. Because I liked your review of Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah. I'm trying to do a thing on Letterboxd uh, (laughs) where I review... Well, I have a list of all the movies we do on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to do one sentence reviews. Yeah. And which has been great. It's um, it's the only like actually creative thing I've been doing. <laughs> in quarantine. <laughs> I texted Emma the other day and I was like, "It's taken six months, but I finally wrote a joke." <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so everyone, everyone, go follow Courtney on Letterboxd. It's a, it's a treat. Uh, you're Thanks. at Court L Hull. Yeah, like on everything. You get, you got, you've got that. Cordle. Cordle. You sound like you're saying Squirtle. You won't get that reference, but Pokemon. Well, the Pokemon. Do, do you know like the Pokemon show? Like how Squirtle says it on the show. Uh, okay, I got the reference, and then you made it a no, more you're right, specific you're right, you're right, reference. Right, right. Just but he to says fuck it with me. No. <laughs> He says it a very specific way in the show. He's like, squirtle, squirtle, squirtle. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's get into it. You know what I mean? Let's oh. let's get after it then. Let's solve crimes. Yeah, let's get into today's case. Case, case file. What uh, if we got bored doing movies and we did just... <laughs> We're like, we're still called Sorry, film investigating crimes. <laughs> we're still called film schools because it's too much work to change everything. <laughs> we're going to start going through cold cases. <laughs> but like what? Cleveland and uh, Pennsylvania specific? I don't know where you live. <laughs> You've been here. I have. All right, whatever. Yes, that'd be uh, quite a quite a left turn, I feel like. Probably the leftmost turn any podcast has ever taken. <laughs> we go down in history, that's for sure. I'm into it. I'm going to start lobbying hard for this to be a true crime podcast. <laughs> uh, but all right. So Roman <laughs> Holiday takes place in Rome. <laughs> if, you, if anyone thought the Royal Tenenbaum episode was nuts, this one is already <laughs> off. I think we're just escalating at this point because we said, oh boy, uh, the graduate was crazy. Just wait till oh, Royal yeah. Tenenbaums. I did so. listen to the entire Royal Tenenbaums episode. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Mostly because I wanted to see if I sounded like a like a bitch. <laughs> How did it sound uh, like audio quality wise? Good. I thought it was okay, fine. Good. good, good. I think I might have to go re-upload um, Rear Window just for, you know. Not not really for anybody, just for myself. Oh, because my audio I think is bad. I, no, I think I uh, I think I processed it like uh, at a lower bit rate, uh, an ill-advised attempt to to make things a little more seamless. But um, I'm gonna go back and re-encode it at a higher bit rate, and then and then upload it. So okay. if, if anyone you know, if anyone in the future they're going back and listening to old episodes, they can. After our murder. Higher... <laughs> yeah. If one of us like turned turned up missing or something, this podcast would get so popular. <laughs> <laughs> but I I just imagine it's the the person who's not missing is just like still doing the podcast alone. Just alone. 
Oh no, we made your eyes water. <laughs> I know. But I cut that out of the episode so no one knows oh, yeah. what we're talking about. <laughs> um <laughs> But it uh <laughs> if you go missing, I will turn this podcast into trying to solve your disappearance. Yes. Yes, that's that's perfect, and I'll do the same. Okay, thank you. Okay. I'll have to teach you how to upload to the website so that you can... I can learn. I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'll teach you. I can... Fe- I have a <laughs> master's degree. <laughs> we need a... We need a... We need like a bell. We need like a bell so that every time... Every time we mention something that we've mentioned on every episode... I think we can we just need, like ding. I think we need like audio clips, like drops and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's... That'd be a good idea. Especially with these uh, old voices. They talk great. Oh, I did write like Audrey Hepburn impressions. <laughs> <laughs> question mark, question, question mark, mark, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that's uh, one thing I wrote down is that she talks. Okay, you know how she kind of looks like Natalie Portman? Or Natalie Portman looks like her a little yeah, bit? Sh- yeah, yeah, sure. <clears throat> Have you seen... Okay, so I know you've seen the Star Wars sequels. I haven't seen the prequels. You haven't seen the prequels? The no. ones that came out in like the early 2000s? Jar Jar no. Binks and all that? No. Okay, well, Natalie Portman's in those. I like how you kept giving me more details. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks? No. Natalie Portman? No, I really haven't seen them. You and McGregor's <laughs> in them too, and Hayden Christensen. No, no, Tyler, I told you I haven't seen them. <laughs> Liam Neeson? He's in that one? <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi? No, I haven't. I don't. <laughs> I took a real leap assuming that was a character in the prequels, but I think that's who Ewan McGregor plays. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. He's I love in Ewan McGregor. The, oh, yeah. My God. Um, he's in uh, the original trilogy. Well, Obi-Wan is, not Ewan McGregor. <laughs> I was like, wait, he was, what? <laughs> he was not born. <laughs> like a um, baby Ewan McGregor? <laughs> uh, but no, he, uh, Obi-Wan is in all three of the prequels. I'm a genius. Anyway, uh, she plays a queen. Natalie Portman plays a queen in the Star Wars prequels, and mm-hmm. she kind of talks in an Audrey Hepburn accent. Oh, interesting. So Audrey Hepburn accent mixed with a person who kind of looks like Audrey Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn in this movie was kind of given off Queen Amidala vibes for me. <laughs> I wonder, a Natalie Portman, like... Um... Like an Audrey Hepburn biopic starring Whoa. Natalie Portman. Amen. Great. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So we watched Roman Holiday. So we watched Roman Holiday, an Aubrey Hepburn flick, probably the first of many, I would say, for this podcast. Yeah. I would yeah. guess. I would. I would assume. Mm-hmm. I have no plan. <laughs> we have a list. We have a list. At least. We have a list. Oh, yeah. I didn't pick a movie for next week. I'll think on it. I wrote something at the bottom of the, the doc, but I needed I saw your what approval. you wrote at the bottom oh. of the doc. Well, you didn't comment on it. Okay. That makes me very excited. Do we have... We'll talk about it. We'll okay. About it. <laughs> <laughs> Roman Holiday. Audrey Hepburn. Uh, Gregory Peck? Oh, oh yes. Yeah. What a, what a fella. Uh, I don't, what a what dream do I know boat. Yeah. Yeah. And that voice. That old, timey... Voice. Yeah, but not as annoying as Jimmy Stewart. It's like <laughs> diet Jimmy Stewart voice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would I, say. I feel like everyone back then was doing a diet Jimmy Stewart. Mm. He was at, he's Atticus at Finch in To Kill a Mockingbird. 
Okay. Okay. Nice. Ugh. What else was he in? Cape Fear. Cape Fear. Never heard of it. I Roman Holiday. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're kind of the the two powerhouses of this. I mean, there's there's Irving, the character Irving. He um I liked Albert him a lot too. Him. He was great. He I thought great. it was like a joke that his it wasn't, but that his pants were getting like higher every time we saw him. But it, <laughs> he just had really high pants. Yeah. Uh he also looks like he could be uh, a human person living today. Yes, he looks um He looks very modern. Yeah, I thought that as well. Uh, and a lot of the people that uh Joe Bradley, Gregory Peck's character, was playing cards with. Mm-hmm. A lot of those people, I was like, they have very modern faces. They don't, they don't give off that old timey vibe. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it was very interesting because I feel like I don't know what it is, but like, I guess people just look different back then. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like the style. Yeah, what they were doing with their hair and what they were doing with their makeup and whatever. But like, right? I don't know, man. Or and and what casting directors were looking for, I guess too we probably see a lot of the same kind of like a a white man in a black and white film (laughs) he's kind of got a look yeah that's fair i well and i also think of like when you listen to like judy garland sing and like that old timey way of singing i'm like people Mm -hmm. don't sing like that anymore like i don't think it's that their voices changed i think it's like i think yeah it's just the style of the time maybe it was maybe it's because we introduced fluoride into the water (laughs) yeah People's yeah, voices yeah. changed. Right. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, and I know I've heard somewhere, maybe it was a film class or whatever, but um, s- movie stars, especially women, were taught to speak a certain way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that old, like, because people didn't talk like they do in the movies in real life back then. That was like movie speak. Like how they talked in movies. Yeah, like the diction and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, probably like akin to like newscasters today. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, so speaking of the time period, uh, Roman Holiday came out on uh, September second, nineteen fifty-three. So our oldest movie. Yeah, our oldest film. Pretty cool. And we talked about Audrey Hepburn at the end of uh, the last episode introducing this, but uh, how old is she around this point? Um, she's probably like how- 21, 22. 21, God. People just look old. I, I have a bad sense of age, like what age people are. I would have pegged her at like mid to late 20s. Oh, she's 20. In real life. I don't know. I also don't. She was 24. 24? Okay. And and what what age was her character supposed to be? Like I don't know if they they tell us. Princess Anne. I don't think Could, they tell us. Yeah. And and what about what about Joe Bradley? How how old was he supposed to be? Do you think? I don't know. Yeah. He's like he he's probably thirty seven in the in the film in the in, in real, real life. life. So he yeah he's thirteen years older than. Oh boy. Her. Yeah, you oh. can tell. Oh boy. Oh my. When he was um, 13, she was born. That's how that works. <laughs> I mean, that was pretty typical like Audrey Hepburn. I remember, I think it's Funny Face where she's supposed to be in love with um 
Fred Astaire, he's like, like so much older than her. <laughs> like, <laughs> I wonder. Like, it's insane. Yeah. And then they're supposed to like, they like get married at the end of that movie. Oh it had a Roman Holiday had a budget of one point five million dollars, which is made, huge. Yeah, for the time, and uh, made twelve million. So again, pretty, pretty good profit there. It wasn't rated. Uh, you wrote you wrote films didn't have MPAA ratings until nineteen sixty eight. Tee hee hee. That's the exact. Uh... That's what I wrote in our Google Doc. That's true. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, um films weren't rated I mean Hayes Code and uh, Hayes created the MPAA and that's when they started doing ratings. But I mean the Hayes Code was like the code movies had to follow, but that was in, in effect like starting in the 30s until like the 60s. So I don't mm-hmm. I don't know much about like the end like I mean it ended for a lot of reasons mostly because it was insane, but also because um <laughs> people just stopped like adhering to it mm-hmm. like for the first like four years people didn't really that were like the first four years of Hayes code were out it was some of the, like the dirtiest movies that ever came out <laughs> and then uh because people were just like fuck you we're not doing this and then they started taking you know action against it um mm-hmm. and then towards the end it was kind of the same thing where filmmakers just started like not paying attention to it yeah. my assumption is they didn't have ratings because people were following the Hayes code so every movie had a already had like a set of um, right parameters that they parameters had that they could yeah so it was basically like every movie was rated the same yeah <laughs> like a pg yeah like toilets couldn't be shown on screen that's so weird yeah i think the first ever um toilet like seeing a toilet being flushed on screen is in psycho which came oh. out in 1960 and they were I mean, like they were they fought it really hard. Yeah. And Hitchcock was like, "No, it's important for the plot that she flushes this thing down the toilet." <laughs> what a weird world they yeah. lived in. But also, what a what a film, you know, what a what an accomplishment for a film. <laughs> yeah, what a <laughs> first first toilet in film. Thank God that that movie is known for other things. Like imagine <laughs> if that movie sucked and that was the only thing people knew it from. Then be like, and, <laughs> and Psycho at the first toilet? I mean, that's still how I refer to it. Sure. Yeah. Get ready for Halloween, because we're going to do Psycho. Are we going to do a number of, uh, well, semi-scary movies? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> that's why I said semi. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. No, we can do we can do spooky movies for October. The uh, Speaking of spooky, something that uh courtney doesn't like very much is uh aspect ratio <laughs> your transitions I'm full, uh, this I'm full of transitions right now <laughs> i i don't care for them <laughs> i like it i i'm All gonna right. it's gonna be my new thing <laughs> it's very much on brand for you <laughs> uh 1.37 to 1 which is an academy standard uh i just looked that up um it's not like anamorphic or anything uh, but it's, you know, it's pretty full screen. Cool. Cool. Uh, directed by William Wyler. Do you know yeah. anything about this man? He, huge director. So he, um, has been nominated for best director, 
uh, several times. He won four times. Wow. Yeah. Director from the 30s to about the 60s. Um, he is responsible for... Um, not responsible for it. That's a little... <laughs> <laughs> he... 36 actors um, have gotten Oscar nominations under his direction. Gotcha. And 14 went on to win, which is also a record. Wow. Yeah, so he also directed Wuthering Heights, Mrs. Miniver, um, Funny Girl. Okay. <laughs> You're not as excited about that one? But <laughs> Barbara Streisand won um, what, uh, the Oscar for that, and it was also her debut. So then people like wow. compared her to Audrey Hepburn because she, we'll get into it, but she won an Oscar, and this is her debut film. Um, gotcha. Yeah, I did notice the introducing Audrey Hepburn at the beginning. Yeah, I had forgotten about that, and then I saw it and was like, that's the first thing I wrote in my nerds. Yeah. My notes. <laughs> in my nerds. In my nerds. <laughs> um, <laughs> he also, he directed Ben-Hur. Okay. You're not impressed one. by any of this? I, see, yeah, but that's the thing. I've not seen any of them. <laughs> what What does this man have to do to get your approval? <laughs> Direct a movie I've seen. Which is Roman Holiday, <laughs> apparently the only one I've seen. The only one I've seen. But that's okay because uh, I'm already impressed by Roman Holiday. Thank God. Don't like that his last name is just my name with a W. Don't. That's know, a don't... very interesting way to look at it. I guess. Don't like that at all. Weiler. Mm -mm. Nope. No thanks. No thank you. Uh, so Courtney, how'd you feel about the runtime of this film? It runs for about an hour and fifty-eight minutes too long <laughs> i did too actually uh, yeah I, but i think it's I, I know because i saw your review on yeah Letterboxd, but i th and i agree with you but i think it's like a convention of the time yeah right yeah I, but i, I do think there was to the letterbox <laughs> yeah, edit it right now <laughs> <laughs> um but i think it's um i mean it's not like too long it's no. i mean you you know my rule if it's over two hours <laughs> i'm i feel angry and well it's getting there it's an hour 58 e but yeah so i would say it's okay but um yeah. i mean that you definitely could have cut it but you have like those opening credits that adds mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a good amount of i just like burped into the mic that adds like a good amount of time and then you have like the news flashes yeah 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 the newspaper and, and no End credits. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, Not even like, like the, a scrolled? I don't know. There had to have been. I don't think so. I, I, I noticed, because it said the end as he's walking away, and then the, the stream, because I was watching on Amazon Prime Video, uh, just ended. And I was like, whoa, that's crazy. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Let me watch the ending, too. <laughs> I'm keeping all of this now. Yeah, okay, so the way <laughs> that Roman Holiday ends, all right, he's he's walking out the the okay, wait. Okay, so the the way Roman Holiday ends mm -hmm. uh is he's walking out the the like palace thingy, the embassy or whatever. Mhm. And it says the end, and then it says a paramount picture, and then it just ends. It's over. I wonder if they just don't have it on Amazon. Maybe. Yeah, cuz we don't get like a full cast and crew opening credits. It's not like... Yeah, I think they probably had to have had 
a scrolling yeah. credit at the end, it, I, Amazon might just like be like, no one wants to watch this. <laughs> it's well, it's the first time I've I think I've ever watched a movie where it just it said the end, and that was actually the end of the. <laughs> yeah, the, that's an. I was not paying attention. But yeah, that was that was interesting. Um, because I I always can't I I can never remember if runtime includes does that include scrolling credits yeah i think it does i think it does too and usually these days rolling credits are like three and a half minutes long so you can you can shave off like a like a marvel movie you can shave like four minutes off the runtime if you're looking for like how long the movie actually is and then rotten tomato score uh it got a 96 percent. yeah we're back we're back with high scores now yeah (laughs) yeah i think i think that's that 96 is quite fair I think that's about what I gave it on uh, Letterboxd. You gave it four and a half stars. I was excited. I was happy to see that. <laughs> so, Courtney, why'd you pick this movie? Honestly, I don't know. I <laughs> Did, Have you watched it in a film class? Yeah, I have. I have. Okay. I, I think it. that's a good bar. Like yeah. If, you've, if, you've, if other, uh, if like professors have picked it, I think it's a good, a good pick for you. Yeah. I mean, I really picked it. I didn't know, I didn't remember that it was Audrey Hepburn's first movie, but I mm-hmm, think that's mm-hmm. a good reason to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I picked it because, uh, as you know, and as I've talked about, I've been really obsessed with rom-coms lately. Mm-hmm. And um, I, this is like the most classic rom-com. And I mm-hmm. think when you watch it, it sets up a lot of like the blueprint and structure for rom-coms we have now. For sure. And like in kind of sets up that genre. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this movie has been remade so many times of like, you know. Yeah, I wanted to think of examples. I couldn't I couldn't think of like direct examples, but like yeah. um like Eris and the Popper sort of thing, or vice versa, or even mm-hmm. just like there's I feel like there's so many rom coms where like it's mistaken identity and then like Yeah. And they get I to think- go and have a day where they don't have to do their you know <laughs> thinking of the Lizzie McGuire movie. I was literally. Which I was gonna say there's probably. Rome. Oh yeah, I was gonna say there. I um. There's probably at least forty two Disney Channel original movies that yeah. pull exactly from this uh, kind of like plot structure. <laughs> right, and I think what also is cool is that like this movie was nominated for eight Oscars, and it's a it's a rom com. Like it's it's yeah. a romantic comedy, and if it would come out now, it would be disregarded as just like a chick flick. Um. Mm-hmm. And I think that's bullshit. I think there's a lot of really great movies like this that come out and they don't get any recognition now. And I like this movie because it it did. And it shows like yeah. this is a valid film. Genre. Yeah. Genre. And genre. Yeah. Um, yeah. And one thing uh, kind of uh, like harkening back to All About Eve, it's it was made back then, like back and it was the first like of its kind. But also, I feel like it does a lot of things that today, if a rom-com did, they'd be considered, like, surprising or, like, uh, subverting your expectations of the of this genre. Yeah, like, I agree. Because, like, the fact, spoilers for the ending, so if you haven't watched the movie and you're just listening to the podcast. Which, sp- why? Because <laughs> they want to support. But, like. Oh, yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> uh but um but stop now because i'm about to spoil the ending they don't end up together yeah they They don't they they don't don't. end up together which is what (laughs) i think the last thing i wrote in my notes is like my heart is broken (laughs) 
Really? I love that, but I think that's... No, I, I liked it a lot. But I, I love like, that. Oh. But we've talked, I mean, we have talked about this, that I feel like I'm the only person who truly loves that they don't end up together in La La Land. I think it's like perfect. <laughs> and everyone else that I, like every person I've seen it with is like, oh my God, and so mad. I'm like, I think that's so much more like realistic. And like I, in, a, in this movie, it'd be so crazy if they ended up yeah, together. Absolutely. And I like that it, it's just kind of like, oh, they had this beautiful day together and they give her the pictures. And yeah. then she goes on to live her life because she realizes she has a responsibility mm-hmm. and he goes on to live his life. Yeah. And the fact that they'll like, they'll never uh, forget each other. You know, they'll yeah. never forget this, this day that they've, they've well, had. Well, and let's be honest, if they did get together, it would be a divorce pretty quickly, I think. I don't, <laughs> I don't really believe I, Would she be allowed? <laughs> <laughs> would she even be allowed to marry a, an American I mean, probably, but then he would resent her because he had to give up her career, and then he w- she would resent him for resenting her because she never asked him to give up his career. He decided to do it on his own, and she's a powerful woman, and why isn't he okay with that? And blah, 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 blah. You know? It'd be that. Sure. I'm going to yeah. write the sequel. <laughs> American Holiday? American Holiday, and it's just who's afraid of Virginia Woolf? <laughs> We're just screaming at each other and throwing shit. I'm noticing in your in your notes here, uh, it was written by uh, Dalton Trumbo. Yeah, like from the movie. From the movie Trumbo, yeah. starring Brian Cranston. Yeah. Very famous writer of of back in the day. Who won an Oscar for this movie? Yeah, pretty. pretty um, neat. But what he was well known for was they thought he was a communist, and they. Uh, <laughs> that's what the movie's about. That's what the movie's about. Which is a banana, kind of a bananas movie. Yeah, I know I've seen it. I don't. All I really remember is Brian Cranston in the tub. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll, re- we'll rewatch that movie. Yeah, it's. A, I like the movie. I, I, I don't like remember that. it that well. I was just like watching all the Oscar noms that year. I think. Mm. Mm-hmm. I might have watched it on a plane or on Ooh, a plane movies or on a car ride somewhere. Mm. It feels like something I watched while in motion, while moving, <laughs> or you're just walking around your house. <laughs> With an iPad, just like yeah. pacing. Yeah. But it was nominated for eight Oscars, like I said, and it won three. Okay. Um. So it won, Audrey Hepburn won Best Actress. So this is her first American film, uh, yeah. her debut, and she wins Best Actress, which is, I think, why she becomes such like a legend. Right. One, I mean, one of the reasons. Um, best Writing for Dalton Trumbo. And it says, the screen credit... Where is the and award were originally credited to like these other two people and then I guess they who fronted for oh okay I get it it's part they of tr- the movie yeah, it, yeah. yeah it's in the Trumbo movie <laughs> yes okay these it was originally given to this other person Ian McKellen yeah, Ian McKellen Hunter Hunter yeah, yeah. <laughs> but not <laughs> not Gandalf <laughs> <laughs> um all other movies that actually I have seen the Lord of the Rings movies. Um, I yeah. didn't like them, but I have seen them. Uh, no, I, I get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I thought I was gonna get into a fight with someone in my like co my grad school cohort because I said I was like, oh, I didn't care for Lord of the Rings, and then he was like, it was an important movie for blah blah blah. And I was like, oh, okay, I don't yeah, like it, dude. Lord of the Rings fans, they are come at us. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. Anyway, um, but fronted for Trumbo because I think at this time he was being like accused of being a communist and shit. Yep. So he couldn't be um, given the credit for it, even though he was yeah. writing it. Yeah, I remember that at that point in the Trumbo movie, <laughs> they, they're like, he's like, um, he's out of work, right? Because of the whole, no one will give him work because he's a communist, apparently. He's blacklisted. That's what that Yeah. Is. And then um, people people start coming to him and they're like, all right, we really, we're, we're, we need a good movie. We're, we're, we've been making a lot of stinkers recently <laughs> and we need you to, <laughs> we need you to write a film, but, uh. We can't use your name because you're a communist, apparently. And uh, yeah, so yeah, this must have been one of them. Um, best costume design, uh, Edith Head. Um, the one, the costumes in this are beautiful. All of her outfits are exquisite and just like mind blowing. Yeah. Um, but Edith Head is a very, very famous costume designer, and she is who Edna, what's her face from the Incredibles. Edna Mode. Edna Mode, that's who she's based off of. So if that's you look awesome. at a picture of Edith Head, she has like that black haircut with those glasses. Nice. Um, and it, that was their homage to her. That's awesome. she was this famous costume designer. Um, but it was also, so those are what I won for. Um, it was nominated for Best Picture, Best Actor in a Supporting Role, Eddie Albert, Best Director, William Wyler, Best Writing Screenplay, Oh, best writing motion picture story. So I guess they must have split those huh. up for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, best cinematography: Fran Franz Planner and Henry Alkin. Best art direction: Set deck: Hal Peria and Walter H. Tyler. And best film editing for Robert Swink. Nice. I also think this movie was one of the first, um, like to be shot on location. Or at least to be shot in Rome. Oh, okay. Like American films to be shot. Right. In Rome. And That's it was cool. fully shot in Rome, which is really cool. I guess yeah. originally the studio was like, we want to shoot it in Hollywood. And I think it was, it was either the director or Gregory Peck was like, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And the famous That's stories, cool. Audrey Hepburn actually got this role because they told the camera operator at her screen test not to turn off the camera when they said cut so she did her scene they call cut and then she just keeps talking and um i think did a little bit of another scene and was just like giggling and having fun and talking with the director and they got it all on film and we're like she's delightful nice and then the other stories like gregory peck told i think the producer or the director she she uh, he was like Audrey is going to get nominated for an Oscar for this, so you better put her name above the title. <laughs> and they That's did, awesome. and she did, and she won. That's great. Yeah. So the that supporting uh, actor uh, nom was for Irving's character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is cool. Yeah, because I really liked his character. I liked him too, and I think that's another thing about like, and I feel like I'm on a soapbox and I talk about this a lot, but like comedies <laughs> and musicals don't get a lot of love. Yeah. Specifically, comedies get shafted at the Oscars every fucking year and it's super annoying. Like it's, you know, some of them don't deserve it. But when you have things like, I don't know, I'm going to go to Bridesmaids, which actually did get Oscar nominations, but everyone was like, oh, my God, does it deserve it? And, yeah. it, and it didn't win anything. And it was like that movie was like great in so many ways, like the writing and um 
a lot of it. And his character, Eddie's character, is strictly comedic. Like, it's only yeah. there for comedic bits. And I think it's uh, great that that mm-hmm. got the nomination. Yeah. And why yeah. doesn't that happen now? I don't know. Booksmart is a recent example. That got... Yeah, Booksmart's a great example. But yeah, you just want to get into it? I, th- I yeah. think we can just start talking about the, the movie. The That opening scene of her uh, with the shoe. It was very long. It was very long, but I really liked how it kind of set up the vibe of the of the movie because she's just like, because because at first it's just a shot of her like under her dress of her feet and like she's just like itching herself. She like yeah, takes her she's foot like out scratching of her. her. Yeah, she has like a huge ball gown on. Mm-hmm. I wrote, why isn't one of her like butlers helping her with her shoe? Like, what would be so wrong if one of them just walked over and like helped her? Yeah, none like, of oh. them do it. I also, so it starts with like, um, I, I wrote introducing Audrey Hepburn, ooh la la, but um, <laughs> it starts with like these news flashes, like the, the newspaper goes on the on the um, screen and then it's like, uh, Princess Anne from blah, 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 is blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's so, like, this is so sincere, like they're not doing this as a joke and it, but like now that is so gimmicky and like, like they do mm-hmm. that in Chicago, but it's kind of like a joke. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I wrote like it, it was like that. It feels like a sketch. Like it feels like a way to, they would get into an SNL sketch is like showing the like old timey news footage or like newspaper and then going into it. Yeah. And they do it a few times during the mm-hmm. film. It's like newsflash. And I was like, yeah. this reminds me of like drunk history. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which just got canceled. Which got canceled. And I'm so sad. I was like so yeah. pissed about it. Yeah. I didn't really care for the newsflash thing. But I, yeah. I, again, it's one of those things that's like, that was just a probably convention. At the time, everyone was probably like, ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Motion graphics. <laughs> Motion graphics. Yeah, so she's like saying hello to all these dignitaries, and she has to stand there for a super long time. And speak and, in different languages. And speak in different languages, all this shit. And um, one of the things they say in the news flash is like, she shows no sign of wear from her retiring trip. And then, like, that's juxtaposed <laughs> where we actually see her talking and she's losing her mind. Right. I, so, okay, so Audrey Hepburn and then all of her, like, people around her. Yeah. All had British accents. Mm-hmm. And that's one of my biggest pet peeves when they're just like, this person's European. They're British. Because <laughs> it's, like, an English movie. I don't yeah. know. I don't know why, like... It always angers me, and I always think I didn't watch Game of Thrones. It's I, if you couldn't tell, it is not for me. But like <laughs> one of the things that always like blew my mind is they they all have like British accents, and yeah. I get that the actors are British, but aren't they supposed to be from like a different realm? Yeah, they aren't. They aren't speaking English. They don't have British accents, and like <laughs> wherever the fuck they are. I mean, same with like Lord of the Rings. Sure, it's like British doesn't mean like <laughs> Middle Earth. Yeah. Yeah, it would make a lot more sense actually if they had like some kind of Celtic uh, accent, because like that's yeah. where those stories come from, you know. Yeah, or if they just like made up an accent. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that'd be kind of hard. Though. <laughs> <laughs> that that was very Celtic. That was very. It, it, uh... went, it went there really yeah. quickly. Um, <laughs> but I don't know why that always makes me mad. They're like. We're in Middle Earth. I'm like, then why do you have British accents? No, you're in London. <laughs> uh, then you would hate the HBO uh, miniseries called Chernobyl because <laughs> it's a bunch of Russian people, but all the actors, it's like a British-made miniseries. 
Oh. Uh, so it's a bunch of British actors and everyone on the crew was also British because it was British made. And um, they they all have English accents. Are they, but they're supposed to be Russian. They are Russian men and women. Yeah, I feel like that's a like British shows and to, stuff do, do that just a not, lot. <laughs> just not change the accent. Right. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of them, and maybe this is also a problem, a lot of like American made stuff, they're like, you have to get an accent and then you have mm-hmm. like people who can't do accents yeah well i think for some reason uh british people are way better at being american like using american accents than americans are at doing british accents yeah i don't know if maybe we just think that though because we're yeah i guess it just happens more often that british people are posing as americans yeah in american-made television and film yeah but yeah i thought uh that opening scene was cool the uh the dynamic she has with like the people oh i remember what i was going to say uh or ask i guess is queen An- or princess anne is she real i know nothing of the royal family no i think that she's from like a different country like i think she's from like a made up country oh yeah like that's the thing is she's not like british i see i think it's like like princess diaries she's from like genovia or whatever sure. but i don't think they say it <laughs> okay there is okay. a Princess Anne. Yeah, right. But yeah. I, I, yeah. She's one of Queen Elizabeth II's daughters. Because I was thinking, like, at the, at the end of, the, like, as we were getting on with this movie and uh, these two are, like, falling in love, I was like, if this is a real thing, I don't think. No, I, I don't, don't think, think uh, the royal family uh, would let that slide. <laughs> yeah, Princess has ever married an American guy. <laughs> Not yet. Yeah. They reverse it. <laughs> see let me tell you i don't even know who charlotte is charlotte's william's daughter she's like four oh. but maybe in 20 years who's to say she can she'll marry an american guy and i will still be single <laughs> um but but okay that that clears some things up because I, w- I was thinking okay. like uh they were like british no, I think they're from some like abstract European country. Yeah. Okay. The next thing I've written is should we do um Audrey Hepburn impressions? I don't think I could. I was trying to do it while I was watching it. Um there's a moment she goes, No more milk and cookies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At the end. Or no, no more milk and crackers. That's what she says. Or yeah. <laughs> but that would be my impression. Um Try it. I can't. I don't know what to do. What does she even say? I don't even know. Um. Oh wait, I wrote some. I wrote down some lines. You may be seated. Oh yeah. Wait, there was one. That was really funny. Yeah, there was one line towards the end where she was like, "Uh, okay, here we go. Here we go." I'm so excited. (laughs) You have my permission to. Uh, no, fuck. Uh, you have my permission to withdraw. To withdraw? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. She's she's essentially telling him to get the fuck out. And I was like, yes. <laughs> you have my Kill permission him. to withdraw. That's my Audrey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wrote when she's... so Okay, so after that, like, whatever, she's, like, meeting all those dignitaries, she's back in her room, and that's mm-hmm. where she's, like, she's, like, standing on her bed, and she's like, why can't... Why do I swim? I hate my nightgowns. I hate all my clothes. And she goes, you know, some people wear pajamas, just the tops. Some people don't wear anything at all. Um, 
<laughs> she's like going crazy, but she's brushing her hair, and the brush she's using is like all those like like soft brush. I it's pointless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember we had like an antique like brush set that like mm-hmm. probably my grandma gave to us, but we had we like had one of those brushes like that doesn't do anything because it doesn't actually get in your hair. Yeah, I, I, I never like, understood why people use them. I'm sure a man invented it. Well, I'm sure it's. Well, I know my dad has uh like those uh it's a like a thick bristle, but it's they're also like tough. They're also like very hard bristles. Yeah. And you do that for real short hair, like super right. short hair. Right. But she's doing it on her like super long hat yeah. shoulder length hair. Like those used to be brushes like that women had, and I was like that can't do anything except <laughs> give you static, like <laughs> except yeah. like make your hair really frizzy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I they it blew my mind. But so then, so, okay, so what did you think of her freak out? Uh, I thought it was g- good. I thought it was funny. It w- it reminded me of the uh, All About Eve, when Eve freaks out on the bed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, it's, not, that's, it's very similar, actually. Yeah, not as hysterical. It's like if, if the Eve freak out is a 10, <laughs> this is like <laughs> a 8 or 9. Yeah, and this is, I mean, this is like... I, this would be the inciting incident, I guess, is that they give her a sedative. <laughs> she leaves. Yeah, which is crazy. Crazy on her part that they're like, we're giving, we're okay. Crazy on all of their parts. They yeah. call in a doctor and are like, like she's ha- she's having a breakdown, and he's like, okay, I guess I'll just shoot her up with some sedatives. Yeah. And then what made no sense to me is that the general passes out, like he. And no one explains it. I was like, I wrote, did he did he pass out? Like, that's so weird. And then he stands up and he's like, I'm fine. <laughs> I was like, what was that? He doesn't like needles, I guess. Is that what that was? Okay, I mean. I assume. It was so <laughs> I, weird. That's, I mean, that's funny if, like, because he's a general, he's supposed to be, like, this big strong man. And he just, like, can't yeah, I guess the, way the it sight was of a needle. Shot. Didn't make that very clear. Yeah, I, di- I didn't even really notice it. was, like, it. really subtle. He just, like, kind of falls out of frame. Yeah, I was like, "What's going on?" And then, like, I was like, "Are they gonna address that?" And then, like, a few minutes later, they were like, "Oh, did he? Oh, the general." (laughs) But um, oh, I wrote, "Just feel her forehead and then give her sedatives." Yeah, she'll be she'll be good. There was no medicine in the fifties, right? Oh yeah, I forgot. Ding. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) we need a bell. (laughs) There's no medicine. Um. The but then she leaves. Also, that's crazy on her part that they're like, we're injecting you with sedatives, which I feel like would almost the the effect like in reality with the effects would maybe occur more immediately. Pretty, yeah, yeah. Although, yeah, I mean, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I've never claimed to be. <laughs> um, but she she yeah she escapes. There's a really cool shot with all of those mirrors. Mm-hmm. That reminded me of our favorite film, Citizen Kane. Yeah, yeah, true. And even all about Eve with the with the like, the mirrors at the end. Not as cool as that. Yeah, one shot I really liked when, when while she was escaping, whilst she was escaping, um, is she's up on like the third, probably third or fourth floor of this massive uh, like palace that they're in, and she's walking along these corridors. Like the the first floor, it has like a like an open ceiling to the rest of like it goes all the way to the the roof or the you know the ceiling goes all the way up so there's kind of this open thing and she's walking along these corridors along the outskirts of the of the room and it's like three big lights are just like on each 
uh, of the three sides that you can mm-hmm. see of these corridors. And she just like passes in and out of the light as she's like running out of it. And it looked, yeah. it just looked really cool. And I think especially in black and white. I really loved that this film was in black and white. I think it yeah. looked so pretty. And I like, I don't know. I really, I like black and white a lot. Yeah, me too. We should watch the artist. But also her outfit is she's like wearing this like button down shirt and it's she wears this the majority of the film because she does Mm -hmm. escape and then she ends up that's like the only outfit she has. But her waist is so tiny. Insane. (laughs) I was like, that can't be possible. It can. I I was like, that cannot be real. That it was was weirdly skinny. Did she have an eating disorder? I don't know, man. Or just like. She's just naturally incredibly skinny and then had like a corset on under that too. Yeah, I was thinking she maybe had a corset on, but I was like, that's great. Like it was, it. It was it, impossibly skinny. It looked, it's kind of like hard to look at. It was weird. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and maybe it was like an illu- like an optical illusion with how the dress fit her or whatever, like how the skirt was like tailored or whatever. Maybe that accentuated it, but still. It was crazy. Yeah, it's, um, I don't know. I guess there is speculation that she had an eating disorder, but her family denies it. Hmm. But well, that's I, sad, it's, if true. If true, very sad. But, um, I mean, beauty standards and... Yeah, I can't imagine. Like, in the 50s, especially for someone like her. Mm-hmm. But it was, it, it's... Like, it is crazy. And even, like, now I'm looking at pictures, and it's, like, it's... <laughs> it's impossible. It's impossible. She's so... <laughs> yeah, it's... And we don't really... Well, because it's the 50s. Um, we don't really get a, a good look at her body. Like, she's never... <laughs> She's never in like a swimsuit or anything, you know what I mean? So we don't yeah, really Yeah, you text like, me about how mad you were that I picked another <laughs> film where we didn't get a good look at. Ding 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 ring the bell. <laughs> you texted me you were like, "What the fuck, Courtney? I thought I was going to see some some dames in some swimsuits." God damn it. Uh but like you walked she's always right into that one. Yeah, you're right. And I knew I was. God, <laughs> whatever. But so she's always like in a dress or something, you know what I mean? So you don't see that's yeah, like Yeah, she's the, very covered. Yeah. So you can't really tell if that's real <laughs> or Yeah, I she probably just has a I I mean maybe she just has like a corset on or something, which oh, yeah. that would suck, but Yeah, jeez. Yeah, so she escapes and then she's like running through Rome. There's a really funny yeah. part where she like walks through someone's carriage. And, like, <laughs> uses their hand to get over. <laughs> yeah. But basically, she, like, she talks about in her freak out, she's, like, she keeps going, like, thank you. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And then she just starts freaking out. And she's, like, I'm tired of being told what to say. I'm tired of, like, doing all this press shit. Like, I'm, I'm tired. Like, I just yeah. want to go experience something. And then because she's on sedatives, she falls asleep outside the Coliseum mm-hmm. on the Which- street. Yeah, we don't get a lot of, like, we see her escape, right? Mm-hmm. And then we leave and go get introduced to uh, Joe Bradley. Yeah, great, great. And then, and then he just happens upon her asleep on on the side of this, uh, I don't know, on this, like, bench 
sort of thing stone bench yeah like a little wall sort of thing. yeah so that was kind of like i was like oh yeah she because we spend so much time with joe bradley that i was like oh yeah she escaped and she's probably <laughs> asleep by this point like the the sedatives have probably kicked in yeah so she is a, he was gambling and in that scene we get a lot of exposition where he says like oh mm-hmm. i'm gonna um i'm interviewing the princess tomorrow and um what's his face who's his friend irving irving yeah irving says i'm taking pictures so we like learned that they're both american journalists and so he leaves because he's like i only have this much money left (laughs) yeah he's gambled it all away yeah yeah and so he leaves and then he he like happens upon her and he basically is like he's like oh women shouldn't drink it's not becoming of you to drink like you. Yeah. He thinks she's drunk and just like asleep in the street. And then he asks her where she lives and she goes, the Coliseum. Because he gets her a cab. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I, I wrote down, um, this is a very dangerous situation for a young lady. <laughs> yes, it is. I think that's the point of this film where it could be so problematic. And they're yeah, like, it's like, scary. It's I think terrifying watching it now <laughs> in the like the the uh the world world we we live live in in, it's like (laughs) oh my god (laughs) this movie could be all about like yeah roofies human trafficking (laughs) yeah oh my god like in a foreign country well you don't know anyone you're you're asleep on the street like with no identification on you or money and then like the scariest thing does end up happening which is like a strange man who you don't know like takes you away to his apartment Mm -hmm. terrifying but thank god uh, this is also what i wrote down thank god this dude's like a stand-up fella yeah he's a gentleman i think probably i would assume i don't know i i maybe they were like there were women who watched this and were like oh no yeah but it is i watching it i was like oh these are all my fears being realized yeah i uh i was like "Mm -mm, don't like this for her well and there is a moment where she wakes up the next day and she's like were we like it does kind of feel like like, she's uh, like uh what the fuck (laughs) happened what happened last night and she's like i stayed here alone and he was like if you don't include me yeah you were alone and he was like (laughs) she goes so we spent the night together and he goes, I wouldn't put it that way, but I was <laughs> but hearing, one could. But one could, yeah, one could see it that way. And I was like, Woo. Yeah. I think that whole interaction, I think it's maybe the funniest part of the film is him getting her back to his apartment. Like the cab driver, I think, is really funny. The cab driver makes crying noises because he's trying to explain mm-hmm. to them he has a baby. Yeah. And he's just like, I have a I have a baby, you know. I'm <laughs> Uh, and he's just trying to go home, you know what I mean? Yeah, and well, Gregory Peck keeps trying to leave, like, he keeps trying to put her in a more dangerous situation of he gives money yeah. to this cab driver and is just like, take her away. Take her wherever. Yeah, and then he's like, no, 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 no. And so she ends up going back to his... Um, Thank God the taxi driver's a stand-up guy, yeah. you know what I mean? This movie's unrealistic God. because there's two stand-up men in one scene <laughs> in one location, which never happened. <laughs> um, but... He, I, the when he's trying to take her up to his apartment and he's walking up those like spiraled stairs. Oh my god! And she's yeah. just standing at the bottom. Like, I was like, that's really great physical like 
comedy and yeah then... yeah i feel like this this part this like whole sequence is very slapstick in a lot of ways it's really funny though i think it's really effective yeah because he does they do the thing where he's walking up the stairs and she hasn't walked up the stairs but he hasn't noticed that yet and so yeah. he has to like he has to like guide her back mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's very um, but funny. then getting her uh onto the bed or onto the couch after she's fallen asleep on the bed mm-hmm. is very funny too it where he like and i think that was a i think that was a practical effect with a with not a stunt double i feel yeah, like yeah i don't think it's a stunt double he actually threw audrey hepburn yeah. onto this couch <laughs> and it's it's not when she keeps, uh, it's pretty violent actually she keeps like um quoting like she keeps like saying poets like poetry <laughs> yeah. and he's like you're so well read why are you so drunk and then she and then he goes i don't think you you're um that drunk and he she goes you're very smart i'm not drunk at all and then she um quotes that one poem <laughs> and she goes keats and he goes shelly and she goes no keats and she just keeps saying it and then he leaves, and I was like, "That's fair." It that made me laugh really hard. <laughs> and he hides like the booze from her because yeah. he thinks, "Yeah, yeah." yeah uh, she asks, she asks for wine at some point too. That evening, and yeah. He's like, no. "No." He's like, "You were asleep in the street a mere twenty minutes ago. Yeah. Um, you cannot have more to drink." Absolutely not. But then the next day he goes, this is the most unbelievable part of the movie to me. So the next day he goes to work because he realizes he slept at noon. Yes. Which he has to look at the clock tower. He does not have a clock (laughs) in his room, which which is debunked later uh, when he picks up an alarm clock and puts it on the mantle. Oh, shit. (laughs) Well, I guess this movie sucks. (laughs) um they just they just wanted a cool shot of that cool clock tower. that cool clock the exteriors in this like it they're beautiful like all the shots of italy um Mm -hmm. those stairs that she's on with the when she has when she's just sitting on the stairs with the gelato mm -hmm. those stairs are really cool i think those are the spanish steps oh yeah i've i've been to italy um I've actually been oh. to Rome. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I almost knocked over my coffee and glasses. That was the universe telling me to stop being such a fucking dick. <laughs> I've been to Venice. I have not been to Rome. I haven't been to Venice. I've been to Rome and Florence. Um, but I think those are the Spanish steps. Yeah. Yeah. But she... Oh, but he goes to work. Okay, this is the most unbelievable part. Is he's talking to his... Uh, editor about why he didn't about like he's like making up lies about the uh, his meeting with the princess because his editor called him up being late yeah and he then the editor like puts down the newspaper and shows him that she's fallen ill and she sees a picture of the princess and he's like oh my god that's the you know woman in my room Mm -hmm. how the the, drunk girl (laughs) how the hell as a reporter do you not have you not seen a picture of the person you're supposed to be interviewing, who at this point is like a media sensation and has been traveling all around Europe on like sure. a tour. That's, no, that's bananas true. to me that he doesn't know what she looks like. Hey. He's a bad journalist. Just invented. Oh, so. okay. <laughs> and you can quote me on that. You can, pictures have just been invented. You've, you've taken some hard stances on this podcast. Pictures <laughs> were invented in 1950. Uh, siblings can fuck each other. Um, you said medicine doesn't exist in the 50s. 
What did you? Medicine didn't exist until I would say 1990. We've we've both made big uh, big claims here. Hashtag cancel Tyler party. I I refute. I refuse and refute. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I guess that's 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 pretty absurd. But you know, it's got to move the move the story along. Right. I mean, if if he knew, then he's a real creep. If he's like, oh, I'll take her back, and then I can like get a story out of oh, her sure. yeah if yeah, he yeah. did right, know right, right. that she was a princess but yeah. um yeah it but then he decides to get a story out yeah of her so then quick. that's he's like yeah what if i could get you uh behind like a like a behind the curtain look at what what's going on with the with the princess and yeah like an actual scoop about. of like her yeah not these like forced answers or like rehearsed stuff like yeah mm-hmm. but so he calls Innermost his thoughts, he landlord says. And is like, I need you to take yeah. a gun or a knife and stand outside the door and make sure no one gets in or out. And he's like, okay. Yeah. And then he's out there with <laughs> a shotgun. <laughs> and kids are throwing rocks at him. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are these kids doing? Yeah, they're playing with fire, dude. Literally. There were no gun laws either back then, so. Yeah, that was actually the first gun. Yeah. <laughs> first long barrel shotgun. Mm-hmm. And... So he goes back, and that's when he like talks to her, and she wakes up, and she's kind of like, "Oh shoot, I've yeah, made a, well, I've made a big whoopsie. <laughs> I've made a terrible mistake." I, well, <laughs> I wrote so he so she's kind of freaking out, and it's like, "I must leave. Like I've got to go. I have a, I have like a meeting or an appointment mm-hmm. or something, whatever she says." And he goes, "No, no, yeah. oh, that's my Jimmy impression." He's like, "Um, <laughs> he he's like, let me run a bath for you," and she's like, oh, "Okay." And I hate I. I don't understand. Like I feel like they say that a lot in movies. Where like, let me draw you a bath, like as if it's hard to turn a faucet. <laughs> it's just something nice to do for someone. I don't know. I think get, it's weird. Get a bath going for them. It is. It is odd, especially because no one takes baths anymore. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Like for like fun, relaxing baths, not to like. Yeah. I take showers. Right. I'm an adult to, to actually get the clean and done. Yeah, get the clean. Yeah, but then he just lets her leave. Yeah, that's what I wrote. I was like, "What? What the hell, man? You just, you just uh, bet five hundred dollars. You have you have the no potential money. for you have zero. Yeah, he. I think he said something like, "I only have fifty thousand Italian dollars left, which is like fifty bucks." I know. I probably. think he says it's a dollar because he gives her one of the notes, and he she, she's like, "Oh, that's too much," and he goes, "Oh, it's really like a dollar and thirty cents." That's all his money. Yeah, I think that's all the Italian money he has. I mean, oh at the time, she can still do a lot with that. Sure, yeah, and she does. She gets a haircut. She Although I'm like, did she gelato. pay for that haircut? Yeah, I don't know. I think that, that guy was just too horny, horny for her. Is insane. Yeah. Why is he yeah. so mad that she wants to cut her hair short? <laughs> he's Well, I think he's just concerned. He's like, I don't think this is going to look good. Are you sure? He's <laughs> like, here, here. Cut it off, and then he he doesn't cut it well. And then he looks at her and he's like, "Oh, you're still beautiful." Never. Yeah, wow. Let me actually do a good. Let me actually do my job well. Yeah, and then he fixes yeah. it up. And so she cuts her hair like pretty much all off. Yep. But like, yeah. And at this point, Gregory Peck is like following her around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because because he let her go. Yeah. I don't I, know what his plan was. I think maybe he was gonna follow her. And then like bumped that was into the plan her. the whole time. That was the plan, yeah. but it's not clear the way it's shot. Absolutely not. Yeah, I did write. 
uh, the pacing here is like, do we have to see her getting gelato and flowers and all that? Like, that's a really mm-hmm. long thing that could be like really boiled down to yeah a much quicker sequence. Also, the movie this movie posits that if you're pretty, you get free stuff. Um, <laughs> At least one free flower. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I think that haircut was free. I don't think she paid for it. Oh, yeah, true. I also wrote, I want gelato. Yeah. But uh, did you think that... So, okay, there's that one point where he... Before he sends her off with the dollar and 50 cents, he's looking up at his landlord, and the landlord is looking down on him from some kind of, you know, terrace. And um, he's being real real sneaky. Like, he's, he keeps looking back at the, the this Italian landlord, and the the landlord's looking back at him. Did 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 the landlord think that Audrey Hepburn was a prostitute, or what was the what was going on there? Because he was paying her, and he was like hesitant to give her. The oh, money. maybe. Yeah, that's that's what I thought. But then I think it might have just been that Joe Bradley hasn't hasn't paid rent in a while, and now he's giving money to this woman. Oh. And he's like, oh, you're you're handing out cash, but uh, where's yeah. my rent? Or even just like um. Having a woman in your room. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, think of The Graduate, which was made, like, in 1967, when he's, like, trying to get a room, and he's like, oh, I wonder what the policies on affairs are, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, But he, the, the, the landlord, he also makes sure that Audrey Hepburn's still in the apartment when they're, when he calls him, when, when Joe Bradley calls the landlord and mm-hmm. is like hey someone in my apartment he goes and checks and he's like yeah, yeah bellissimo mm-hmm. so i don't know i don't know what that was but then yeah he runs into her on purpose he walks down those stairs and was like hey it's you i didn't i barely recognize you with your now this must have been your this must have been your this must have been that appointment you were talking about and she tells him that she um she ran away from school yeah and which which was like wait so that's what made me think like how old is audrey hepburn's character supposed to be i was thinking like she college. college yeah does she mean high school i don't know yeah but he says like you why she was like I, imagine if i could just do what i wanted all day and he's like well like what and she was like i can't even imagine <laughs> yeah what did you think of the the camera and the lighter what the so the friend comes they're like they go get drinks Audrey Hepburn orders champagne That's, and yeah he take okay he I takes didn't out know his there lighter. was a camera yeah you see the shutter and then at the end when he pulls out that really tiny film he was like can you believe we got it to be like this um we got this big of a photo from this tiny film yeah so that's how he gets the picture of her smoking is because and then at the end he takes out the lighter and takes a picture with it to show her that yeah. that's what he was doing as like a cheeky yeah yeah. I didn't catch that at all, dude. Oh, really? I, just I thought, thought that they, was so cool. I just thought they had a weird, weird, like, uh, long, really long shot of him <laughs> turning a lighter on. <laughs> I was like, well, why? <laughs> well, you see the shutter, and then you see him turn, like, wind the film to yeah. get to the next thing, uh, yeah, and I then he lights it. I didn't catch what was going on. Yeah. Well, that's cool. <laughs> I thought that was so cool, especially for, like, the time. I was like, I feel like people would use that now. Like, if there was an actually, like, a lighter that was a camera. Like, that's so cool. Yeah. It's like a um, spy gadget. Yeah, it is. And she orders champagne. Mm-hmm. And he... And he <laughs> Joe Bradley's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, you, <laughs> I can't afford that. You can, like, see him. It's a really funny shot because she can't see. She's not looking at him. She's looking, like, straight ahead. And the waiter's like, what would you like? She's like, champagne, please. 
Um, and the, I don't know what accent that was. And then, yeah, his face is like, oh, my God. And he was like, yeah, must be a fancy like, school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he orders cold coffee. Mm-hmm. Well, nice coffee. Um, he, he, he's got a thing for coffee. He orders it every time they get food, I think. Mm-hmm. Me too. But yeah, th- so <laughs> he hasn't filled in uh, Irving on his plan, which I feel terrible for Irving because... <laughs> Yeah, he's just like beating the shit out of him. Like he spills his drink on him. He's like, yeah, it's really just like a like... physical comedy beat for so long. Yeah. He keeps like kicking him and tripping him and he finally pulls him away because he's like trying to tell Audrey Hepburn like, you look like the princess. Mm-hmm. And and Joe Bradley's trying to be sort is sort of trying to be subtle about like, hey, don't spill, like stop. <laughs> and uh, he's not getting it, but he's all, he, Irving's not understanding what, joe's trying to do but he's also getting mad as well yeah like hey what are you trying why are you beating me up like he's like you've ruined my outfit like yeah but then when he does get it tallest pants oh (laughs) pants that are up yeah up to my nipples (laughs) but he um joe takes him inside and explains like it's the princess Everyone else thinks she's sick. Let's take her around for a day and get pictures, and then we can write a story about it. And I'll give yep. you, um, like, twelve hundred dollars. Twelve fifty. Twelve fifty of the five thousand. Yeah. Whatever that shakes out to be. And then I, he says it's like ten percent or yeah, twenty percent. But um, he's like, oh okay. And that's when she smokes a cigarette, and she's like, I've never smoked before. And that's when he takes out the lighter with the camera and takes hmm. a picture. It's real. I mean, I think that's really cool. Yeah. But then it's just kind of like a montage of them doing things. Yeah. They they go to the, they're on like a little like Vespa riding around yeah. and then she like, she goes by herself and he has to jump on the back <laughs> and she just terrorizes Italy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, that, that was a great scene. Uh, she also, or he, the um, Irving is also driving the world's smallest car yeah it's it's like a little smart car yeah but it, and it's like the shape of a regular sized car mm-hmm. but it's just tiny it's so it's tiny. a really tiny there's car. actually one really funny scene that i don't know if it was meant to be funny where joe bradley has to get out of the car mm, yeah yeah <laughs> and he has to he's like well i can't because the top is kind of open um so he's like well i can't climb over so i'm gonna have to do the thing and like get, get out under it so you pushes like how you do on a two-door like he, he pushes the the passenger seat forward but he's still he's a huge dude like he's probably yeah Gregory six, Peck is a tall man he's a tall yeah. drink of water yeah yeah and yeah. uh he, he uh and I'm the horny one all right whatever uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> and he has to he has to climb through this tiny little I even hole complained that we made... didn't get to see <laughs> Gregory Peck shirtless like you did about Audrey I was Hepburn. gonna I was gonna I was like this dude looks built I want to see some some I Gregory mean, was Peck's I dis- pecs <laughs> <laughs> that's our next podcast is Gregory Peck's pecs uh, was I disappointed <laughs> yeah was I gonna bring it up no I'm a lady I also thought Irving was attractive though and then I was like oh I can't bring this up because <laughs> Yeah, he was a good-looking dude. Uh, he did have a beard. Maybe it was the beard that made him look modern. Oh, I thought you were going to say maybe it was why you liked him because he had a beard. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're like he, he did have a beard. Well, so he does give off him. a 
<laughs> he did he did give off a bit of a lumberjack vibe so yeah that, and that's kind of your type so. yeah sure uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> but um people didn't really have beards back then so maybe that's part of it yeah maybe uh but so yeah he's crawling through he's trying to get out of this car this poor <laughs> this poor giant man <laughs> and he he has to like like squeeze through and then his his one his one foot has to like pop out <laughs> to get to get out of this car and i i just thought that was very funny what did you think of the silent scene of them in it was the just kind of like a montage uh they're like in front of the judge oh yeah it it felt very old like it school. felt super cheesy i didn't really like it yeah it was and it was part uh, it was at the end of the whole montage of them of their day yeah before they go to the party yes oh so i guess they also go to that weird um um the market no they they go to oh no this is after um hmm. but they do that silent scene with the judge and then afterwards which i didn't really like the silent scene so i guess he tells them he's a member of the press or he does he shows them his yeah, his press to badge. get to, to get them out of trouble yes and then i he also says they were getting married and that's why they were on the vespa oh i think so hmm. because she says don't worry i won't hold you to it oh that's funny i yeah. missed that because it's silent part. and weird, and that's why everyone comes out and, like, congratulates them and shakes their hands. Oh, I thought all those people just knew that she, she was, was the princess. princess. <laughs> yeah, I kind of thought that, but then she says, like, don't worry, I won't hold you to it. Um, right. But then I wrote, like, I wish through all these scenes they showed us what was going on with her handlers to, like, break it up. And we could have gotten yeah. funny scenes of them losing yeah, their Yeah, I think... When I was talking on the Letterboxd review about the pacing, I think this is the big, this is the chunk of the yeah, movie that I was talking about. Yeah, it's a massive chunk, yeah. That it, it wishes, I wish there was some sort of, like, B or C plot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which, and I think their handlers would have, the, the handlers would have been a good B plot because we don't get to see much of them until all those Secret Service men show up yeah and we don't even like, really and we don't know them is the other thing so we don't yeah. get like a clue of like they're coming like to build that suspense mm -hmm. of like they're looking for her and i think that would have right. been nice and i also like her like that one woman who's her handler i thought was super mm -hmm. funny <laughs> i just wanted yeah to, i like would love to see her like screaming it's <laughs> like yeah like freaking like out. going like, in the she? morning and not seeing like all of that stuff i think would have been interesting um right. yeah but then they go to that the mouth of truth yeah yeah i like that scene a lot because it i like would, it was it showed their like chemistry i think yeah and it was pretty poignant to the story like they're both very much Lying. living yeah. lies right now <laughs> it is and it just so happens that rome has this famous thing about truth yeah and it's like um similar to the graduate episode the audio peaks out so like such a crazy amount when she screams. When she screams. Yeah. <laughs> That's maybe the only time like Tycho looked up. He was just like, <laughs> huh? 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 Don't care. <laughs> Back to sleep. <laughs> I'm going Back to, to sleep. But yeah. Yeah. But then at the end, it lingers on the mouth of truth. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I, I think like, that was on purpose. Cause oh, like, yeah. Oh, I get yeah. it. But I also was like, this is so weird. <laughs> I get what you're yeah, doing. Little... But also like this thing just looks very like. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can't see it, it. we're like both doing mouth of, mouth of truth impressions yeah <laughs> it's the funniest bit of the, the whole podcast yeah you'll never see it 
Um, they also shot some of the montage scenes in like a higher frame rate. <laughs> oh, okay. Which is weird. Yeah, yeah, in that that thing we keep coming back to where they were like, I don't know, old movies used to shoot. I think they they usually it's like shoot they're shooting motion, and so they hike up the frame rate to like get more. It's that or because it. it's um a lot of it's outside. Oh, and so they, so they can't to... control the lighting. The light, yeah. And shooting outside is just way harder. So maybe it was like because there were some shots where I was like, "That's pretty overexposed." Mm-hmm. Like, like their skin looks like mm-hmm. hard to look at. It's so white, um, like it's so bright. So it could be that too that they're trying to balance that out because they're like Rome in the summer, right? Yeah, I don't know what when I wrote this. Yeah. But or like what point in the movie? But I wrote, I'm screaming make out at the screen a lot. <laughs> Kiss. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I was actually, I don't remember. God, I'm so dumb. I don't remember what the scene is. But I was thinking of when um, uh, in 30 Rock, that episode with Kathy Geist, where Liz and Jack try to like f- fool her into thinking they're in a relationship, like in <laughs> like in a soap opera. Mm-hmm. And they're like doing this weird, like dramatic soap opera scene, and Kathy guys just goes kiss, 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 kiss. <laughs> That's like what I was doing at this movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, something I wrote down. I I don't know when. I I think it might have been when, like before the montage, when they were at the cafe. She they do it. They do like a toast real quick, mm-hmm. and uh, they're talking about her father. Yeah, who's obviously a king. And he says, uh, well, then to his health. And she says, that's what everyone says. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that is great. Yeah. That's a great line. Yeah, because he asks her, like, does she drink champagne a lot? And she was like, the last time was my father's 40th anniversary. Yeah, And yeah, he was yeah. like, oh, like, wedding anniversary? And she was like, no, of, I guess you could say when he got his job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Oh, they also, they play the, they play the wedding song during the silent scene and i was very confused oh okay yeah it's because like i, I think heard he says, yeah i think he says like we're we got married that's why we were on this vespa also i'm in the press yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> but so okay so the um the barber or whatever the hairstylist invited her to mm-hmm. go dancing and he's basically like yeah you're so hot come dancing you'll be yeah, the, you'll prettiest be the prettiest girl there. one there yeah and she's like, oh, no, um, I can't. And then she goes, they, they go dancing. And she <laughs> yeah. dances with the um, hairstylist. And he does yeah. the weirdest thing. He, like, in the middle of them dancing, gives her, like, a weird middle part, which yeah. w- it doesn't look good. Why? It looked, it reminded me of, um, be- uh, what's her name? Uh, Popeye's girlfriend. Olive olive oil? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I was going to say olive. It reminded me of her hair. She has that black, like... Yeah. I was like, what does she think? She has a Kardashian. They they were, like, known for middle parts, I think. <laughs> yeah, I did not like it. I really liked... Skipping uh, skipping ahead here, but uh, when... Because she's dancing with the barber, and then at the end, they're talking about, like, what these pictures could be captioned, essentially. Yes, yeah. And he the the barber cuts in, and I was like, oh, that, "That is." Clever. They do that like at these. the end too, where they just keep saying like titles for. Um... <laughs> yeah. 
start the story and they're like oh but we're not gonna do it but here's another pun <laughs> but here's a great one yeah, yeah um but this is where we see the like uh fbi not fbi the like people coming to get her to take her back have found her mm-hmm. and they're like one of them asks to dance with her yeah and then it's he's very like scary it is scary it's like a weird mustache and he's like yeah. okay we're gonna take you back and then she she's just like joe yeah <laughs> yeah um but i think um, that and end chase all out brawl yeah that end chase and fight scene is really well done yeah the only thing is i was like why does he take her back onto this like pier it's a dead end like he could have <laughs> yeah. ran the other way and he runs through them right but they all start fighting yeah the i thought the the fight was uh pretty well done except for one point where joe bradley who obviously isn't like a stunt actor <laughs> He gets hit and then like goes up against like uh the like dock like the fence or not a it's not a fence it's like a like a railing the yeah like the rail the wooden railing mm-hmm. around the dock so that no one falls off uh he goes up against it and it's very it's all very dramatic yeah <laughs> like, he's just like oh <laughs> <laughs> and then he like kind of almost falls off like because he gets pushed over into the water and then just kind of gets back up yeah. Well, and um, that scene, she hits someone with a guitar, like over yeah. the head with a guitar. And he, get, he, he gets a picture and of Irving it. And Irving gets a picture of it, which is Yeah, awesome. which is great. And then um, later, that's when uh, Joe says, what a shot about that mm-hmm. picture. But mm-hmm. um, she, he ends up jumping in the water and then she jumps in with him. Mm-hmm. So then and it's like, more. which I feel like this is such a rom-com trope of like, getting wet yes i was about <laughs> to say it and then <laughs> getting it like you know you're you're right though yeah. like they jump in the water and then that's their first like romantic moment and then that's when they kiss reason. and i and i feel like that's that happens a lot like in the rain like it's more dramatic mm-hmm. in there soaking wet for some reason sopping wet <laughs> Uh, I also like the bit uh, before before the fight breaks out where um, Joe's at the bar, right? And she's dancing with the barber. Mm-hmm. And uh, Irving goes behind the bar and the, the bartender's like, hey, I'm Italian, <laughs> get out of here. And um, Hey, I'm a stereotype. <laughs> and he's got this just massive camera. <laughs> yeah. With this lens. And, and Joe, they're like, ready, ready? Ready? Go, go, go! And Joe Bradley like gets out of the way, and they snap the picture, and then Joe Bradley comes back. Yeah, yeah. To like cut into, uh, cover up the camera, make sure that the princess didn't see. Yeah, but then they have like this cute moment. They make out, which I was like, finally, and then <laughs> they go back to his um apartment, and she's like waiting for her clothes to dry, and she doesn't spend the night there, right? Again. She leaves. I think Where she leaves because she's go? waiting. She because she goes home. She has him drive her home. Oh, that yeah. I guess she yeah. This all happens in a day. So this all happens in a day, and so she's. But <laughs> he's um. There's a really cute moment where uh, he's like about she, the clothes. Yeah, I love yeah. that. But she's wearing <laughs> his robe, and he says like, "You look good. You should wear my clothes all the time." And she goes, "I seem to." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have been for a while. Yeah, it seems like I have been. But so I he also he pours her some wine and like they drink wine 
It is the saddest she amount of it. It, it. it is okay. It is the saddest amount of wine I've ever seen. <laughs> I really like wine, and I. Saw it's like that, a juice glass. I saw that tiny amount. It was, but even for a juice glass, it's only filled up. Like, yeah. I was like, that makes me so sad. Uh, I said that is a pathetic amount of wine. It makes me very sad. <laughs> like, if someone gave me that amount of wine, I was, I'd be like, ooh, we're not friends. We clearly don't get each other. Um, <laughs> when she drinks it, she chugs it and then gets more. But she yeah. says, she says, like, I must leave you. And mm-hmm. he takes her back to well, the palace. It, but they have this, like, really emotional moment where they obviously are falling for each other yeah. and don't want to leave. Yeah. And they they do that. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's because of, like, some, what is it, Hague? Hayes. Haze. I don't know if it's some haze thing that they couldn't like make out, make out. Probably. <laughs> but like a lot of old movies, they just kind of like push their faces into each other's faces when they're being, when they're trying to yeah. be like dramatically romantic. They just like push their cheeks together for some reason. Yeah. And they start to cry. I think we both wanted them to go further. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very they, There is one line. <laughs> It's <laughs> one line. It's a kind of a horny movie. Yeah, uh, kind of. But <laughs> there's there's um there's this one moment where uh she's like she's in in this scene where she's like uh let me cook something for you and he's like I don't have a kitchen. He can't. She's like so what do you do? And he's like I always eat out. And she goes do you like that? <laughs> I really wanted him to say eating out? <laughs> Question mark. If he doesn't, there he, was he, a, a joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh that my would be god! Crazy. Could you imagine if that's what they? I if that's what they were actually going for. Like, if that was <laughs> I it, doubt it. I doubt it. But also, that's hilarious. And she was like, "Oh, really? Now <laughs> yeah. I'm interested." <sighs> She's like, "Oh, that's something I would leave the palace for." <laughs> <laughs> Leave it all behind. Turns out you can do that. Those the prince and princess, they left. That's the one thing I do know about the royal family. Oh, Meghan Markle and yeah. what's his face? They're like, peace. Yeah. They did uh, yeah, that, that whole thing's crazy. Yeah. They had to like well, pay them back. Like the royal family. Yeah. Right. And the thing that he said where he he essentially insinuated, he's like, I saw what this did to my mom. I'm not gonna let it happen to my wife. I was like Yeah. I think that's cool. fair. But yeah. also, <laughs> they were like, we want, we just want a quiet life in Canada. That's why we're leaving. We just want a normal, <laughs> quiet life. Immediately, they moved to LA, and she has an overall deal with Disney. I was like, okay. <laughs> quiet, right, normal life. Good for you. Um, yeah. Anyway. Gotta make that money back. Yeah, for real. Uh, so, she, so he drives her back to the palace, and she's like, I need you to drop me off here, and don't watch me leave. And then she yeah. says, I must leave Don't watch you. me walk away. Don't watch me walk away. And she says, I must leave you. And I wrote, I, he, she, <laughs> I wrote, she said, I must leave you like three times. I wish he'd be like, bitch, I know. <laughs> no, I, well, she's, she says it multiple times because she's like stalling. You know what I mean? She yeah. doesn't want to leave. Um, and then she, time. maybe my favorite scene, I mean, besides the makeout scene, which is what we're all here for. <laughs> 
um, is she talks with her like handlers and they're kind of like scolding her. And um, Mm -hmm. they're like, do you even understand? And someone like you have a duty. And she's like, don't say that word to me again, because the only reason I'm back here is because I understand what my duty is. Like, you don't get it. Um, Yeah. I wouldn't come back at all if I didn't understand like my role. And it's a really great speech. Like, it's really impactful. And I think she delivers it really well. Yeah, and then at the end, that's the final line of it is you have my permission to withdraw, which is like, get the fuck out. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And then she says, this is also the scene where she goes, no milk and crackers. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Because the woman comes in with her, like, is so excited. She's like, I got your milk. And then that's that's a job. I get to serve you again. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I dig your milk. Well, then this is your cow. (laughs) Ah, no proof of purchase. Anyway. No um, proof of purchase. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but she, also when she comes, when that scene first starts, we see that like woman who's her handler or whatever crying and she doesn't say anything, but she's just like, she's like crying about her hair being cut. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, that's great. Yeah. I wrote down when they were in the car, I noticed it. Uh, George, what's his name? George Peck? Gregory Peck. Gregory Peck. Uh, he looks like... Do you know who Brandon Routh is? That sounds Superman? really familiar. He was Superman in Superman Returns, I think. Oh. Back in like 2007, 8? I don't know. Uh, and he was also... Do, have you seen Scott Pilgrim versus the World? Uh, no. Okay. That should be on your list. Yeah, it should. Oh, he does look like him. Doesn't, doesn't he? I mean, a less attractive version... Wow, wow! I hope Brandon Routh doesn't listen to this podcast. Imagine if he did. <laughs> Superman. <laughs> Can um, we get a DM that's like, "Hey, I'm just as attractive as Gregory." <laughs> uh, yeah, I just noticed that when they were in the car together, I was like, "This dude looks like Brandon Routh," or Brandon Routh looks like him. But again, casting directors always looking for the same thing. Mm-hmm. White people. <laughs> A very specific, pretty version of yeah. white people. Yeah. Um, but so then back at, I wrote like, how did he have time to develop all of those negatives? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that probably took a long time, like hours. Yeah. Well, so and the the editor is at his apartment, and he's like, "Where's my story?" Yeah. Which like weird. Yeah. Don't get out of my house. Um, but. Irving then Irving shows up. Beat up again. And gets beat up. And, and all I wrote down is Irving is going to need therapy. <laughs> it's like, why is my friend turning on me? I, he's so up and down. I can never get a read on him. He, like, he throws. Okay, so he throws the red wine on Irving. And I wrote on like. Incredibly tall pants. Once more. On his incredibly tall pants. And I was like, it looks like he got his period. Um, <laughs> which I related to. Even in I black was like, and white? I, yeah, I that because you can still tell it's like a like a darker liquid and mm-hmm. I was just like we've been, we've all been there, buddy. <laughs> I mean not on the front. This is not important, but I was like laughing really hard at that. Yeah. To myself. <laughs> and he kind of he he so he shoes the editor away. He's like, "Nah." He's like, "I, I didn't get a story. story. I don't have a story." Yeah. Yeah. I I owe you $500. You can take 50 bucks off my check every yeah. uh week and he's like, "Don't think I won't." <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Irving is like, "So what? What's what's happening? What's going on?" 
because I'm completely oblivious and you keep beating me up for it. You keep um, asking me for favors. I do them for you. And then you turn on me and ruin my clothing. I give you clothing. my $30. Yeah, I paid for I this give woman's you money. champagne. I, yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah, I take pictures of you. I'm not even in these memories <laughs> that she's going <laughs> to. Like I'm the one behind the camera all the time. But he shows all the uh, pictures. And he, well, no, yeah. I guess I guess Gregory Peck is just like I can't do it. I can't. I'm not going to write a story. Yeah. You can and, if you want to publish those pictures, fine. But I can't be a part of it. Right. Yeah. Which I'm like, stand up guy once again. Yes. I mean, if it ended with him writing an article, it would have been like, what a what a sleazy. Well, and I think in a like a, in a modern rom com, this wouldn't be. So this this event wouldn't be so much towards the end it would be more towards the beginning and he would publish the article and that would be like the like why they fight because there's always at least <laughs> in modern rom-coms i feel like there's at least one point where they like have a falling out and then at the end they get back together no here's what it would be because okay. yeah it would be that he she would find out he's doing this for an article and right. get really oh, mad before and, he fight, it. and then he would publish it and in it explain why she's so wonderful and how she deserves a day off ah, and how blah, 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 yeah, blah, yeah. And that's how we would get her back because that's exactly <laughs> what happens in how to lose a guy in 10 days oh, okay. she's writing an article <laughs> called how to lose a guy in 10 days and he bets his um boss that he can make a woman fall in love with him in 10 days and then they end gotcha. up together <laughs> and so he's just going along with everything and she's acting like an insane person and then he finds out about the article, and when she publishes it, she's like, I lost a guy in 10 days, even though I really liked him, and I made a mistake. And then I go back together. So I think that's that's probably what would have happened. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. But, alas. This is where they come Hello. up with all of their headlines. Yeah. I should have wrote, written them down. I was thinking that, too. Really they're, all, they're all funny. Yeah. Um, but so then the movie Because what ends. are the pictures? Oh, it's, um, it's, her, it's smoking. her smoking. It's her at the wall. The wish wall. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's and they say like it would start with this picture and it would be like all her wishes and then the other pictures are her wishes like coming yeah. true. Yeah, right? yeah, and then it's her hitting the guy with the guitar and her dancing. Mm-hmm. But so then it or ends. The truth wall. Or truth yeah, the wish thingy. wall. I think. Oh, yeah, no, the truth hole. Mouth yeah. of truth. Truth mouth. Truth mouth. Um, truth mouth. Truth mouth. But it ends with her at the press conference and she Gregory Peck and um. Irving are in the front and so she immediately sees them. This is Irving takes out the lighter and shows her that it's a picture camera. Mm -hmm. A picture camera. (laughs) (laughs) I'm also from the 50s. And then (laughs) she like she takes questions and then he asks a question. Oh, um, someone asks her, like, what do you think about relations in Europe? Mm -hmm. And she was like, I have faith that they can work it out as I have faith in relationships between people. So I have faith with relationships yeah. in countries. And Gregory Peck, without being called on, says, I think you can trust, like, believe in that faith. I think you're right. Like, basically, being like, your relationships are, like, true. true. Yeah. Um, and she smiles, and it's really cute. And they do, like, a kind of, like, a cute nod to each other. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, I want to meet the press. <laughs> Which, why they showed us her shaking the hand of everyone Everyone's. in line. I was like, this is so long. But then she gets <laughs> to them, and it's like... They like linger on each other for a, like a, just one extra second, and it's really sweet. Yeah, well, and she lingers with Irving too, who who she shakes hands with first, and he gives her the pictures. 
Yeah, he gives her like memory, like all of her memories from this day, and it's really sweet. Yeah, and, and then she pulls out the first one, and it's the guitar. Yeah, and she puts it away really quickly, and like like hugs it, like it's an it's immediately like the most important thing. Yeah, to her. it probably is. Also, her outfit in this is great. That hat she's yeah, wearing, Jesus. holy shit! Yeah, I don't know how it works physically. It like yeah, bends. I think it's probably time space around it. Onto her. Yeah, her. it's crazy looking. But I also wrote, like, she knew he was, like, he told her he was part of the press. She saw his badge. Yeah. Oh, and someone, and, and then someone asks her what her favorite um, Country part left. of the trip was, like, what her favorite place she visited. And she goes, Rome, by all means, Rome. Well, she says, at, she starts to say, like, they A were all A diplomatic, yeah, answer. And then she goes, yeah. no, Rome, it was Rome. No, Rome, it was Rome. <laughs> you can also, though, like, you can see the, when she turns around to, like, leave, like, she gives a little nod to him. She turns mm-hmm. to leave, and you can see like the like the smallest like glimmer of a tear, and it was yeah, like so, so subtle. She smiles for a yeah. long. She smiles at all of them as she's like about to exit, and then she looks at him. She smiles at him. The smile fades away, and then you can see like she's 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 starting to cry. Yeah, and, and it's so away. subtle. Like I, a lot of this movie is really yeah. subtle in in a really nice way. But then I think my favorite part is the, is the. End shot of him walking out of the hall like alone, yeah. and in the back you see the empty chair. And I think if this movie came out today, she would run out because yep. we can see. I was it. waiting for it. Yeah, you can see it in the back. You can see the empty stage. No one's there, and he's walking slow, and all we can hear is the sound of his shoes, and mm-hmm. which is so smart. And he just keeps walking, and I think he looks back maybe at one point, but then he keeps walking. It, yeah, in a, a lesser movie, I think, or a movie that came out today, she would run out, and then it would end with them yeah. together, and the music would swell. But it's so much yeah. more realistic and, and beautiful that he just walks away and like yeah. she's gone on to um, her life and he's going on to his and they just had this like beautiful moment where their lives like intersected. Intersected. Yeah. Nice work. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> Finally. I sounded smart and not just horny this episode. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I, I really like the ending, but I, I did say my heart is broken at the end i was like oh my god this is yeah mine wasn't but i'm a i'm like a really cynical person i was like yeah that makes sense (laughs) i don't think it's cynical i think it's 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 just realistic and and like beautiful in that in that it is realistic like that's that's what happens sometimes right and that's okay because they're both they're not i mean they're very they're both very sad that they don't get to like keep hanging out (laughs) yeah dating but they're but i feel like they're both pretty uh okay with it like yeah, they're, I think they're both they're happy, accepting of it happy to have had each yeah, other for yeah. that for that moment and for it to be um not spoiled in any way right yeah yeah because it, and it's not spoiled in any way because he didn't publish the article yeah so yeah um do we want to get on to the reviews your, your yes your rotten tomatoes reviews did you read them no, I've not, but oh. I, I, I did immediately notice that he spelled discriminatory wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, this is from Oliver O. Two stars. May 19th, 2020. Um, so, wow. Yeah, recent. Uh, this movie is racist toward Romans. So discriminatory. I demand that they make a remake where they stream the plot to not make it racist. And the main character should be played by Lizzo and Justin... Biebs Bieber to create a strange love triangle with only two people. I this is our I mean two stars. I I was just like I read this and was like, well, I can't make heads or tails of that. I guess I'll read it on the podcast. (laughs) 
what a Justin in quotes Biebs Bieber (laughs) racist towards Romans I think it's maybe a little like it's stereotypical of Italians I wouldn't say it's racist towards Romans yeah yeah, I think yeah. It's there's a couple moments that are like uh, where the, the the their accent or their uh, the way not their the way that they talk like their manner, their accent, just yeah. like their yeah their mannerisms are the butt of the joke. Yeah, for sure. But I don't I don't know that it's so discriminatory. So being in I demand <laughs> a remake with Lizzo and Justin Bieber, which is. They're not actors. Neither of them have been in a film. I don't I, think. I would love a rom-com with Lizzo and Justin Bieber. That would be so Amazing. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even imagine. Oh. All right, should we go to the other one? Yeah. This is Naomi. Half a star. Half a star. Naomi G. October 14th, 2015. This, this is the lowest possible score. Yeah, this movie would have... Would have been my cup of tea if a fly named Audrey Hepburn hadn't crashed into it. Her lack of social grace and tacky mannerisms made her role seem completely implausible. Gregory Peck is a nice guy, even though he's another one of those Hollywood actors like Jimmy Stewart. Hmm. Too many to list in this from this era in Hollywood history. Anyway, Peck strikes me as a weirdo and the movie is really awful. Half a star. Wow. Which, <laughs> she says, Gregory Peck is a nice guy. And then and then ends it. Total turnus. He strikes me as a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> a lot Hollywood of the characters like like Jimmy Stewart. Hmm. Like what is what does the hmm imply? I can't even. Maybe she really likes even... J- Jimmy Stewart, and she was like, No, I don't. Hmm. <laughs> she got I don't lost. Think that's in it what for she was going for. I, I think no she idea. was saying something bad about Jimmy Stewart. Probably and oh. the the list of these men she thinks from this. Well, uh, but she's right. I think a um a, a lot of the reviews like modern reviews critiqued Audrey Hepburn's acting. And this is a very different style of acting than we see now. This is much more theatrical. Um like I guess, but even even still I felt it was very realistic. I thought it was good. I think like there was some of it that was kind of over the top and cheesy and I like in a way yeah. see where people are coming from. I don't think it's bad by any means. But like there's no. two like there's different styles of acting and you know during the 50s and more into the 60s people were doing really theatrical over the top like they were on in a play type of yeah. acting um and and then comparatively later, i felt this was kind of subtle i thought this was pretty subtle and then later people did more method acting um yeah which is what most actors do um okay so here this one is from milton lubin from the hollywood reporter and it was originally published june 30th 1953 so this is like an original review yeah um, William Wyler's first comedy in almost 20 years proves a charming, laugh-provoking affair that often explodes into hilarity. With Gregory Peck and Audrey Hepburn turning in superb performances, Roman Holiday is 118 minutes of sheer entertainment. The critical acclaim and word-of-mouth praise that is bound to come should help make it a box office bonanza. <laughs> Out of one of the most ancient premises in storytelling that of hopeless love between royalty and a commoner, Ian McKellen Hunter and John Dighton have created a delightful screenplay uh, that sparkles with wit and outrageous humor that at times comes close to slapstick. As staged with artistic subtlety and tongue-in-cheek restraint by Wyler, Holiday adds up as rollicking fun that will be enjoyed by all types of audiences. Hell yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I, he says, uh, at times comes close to slapstick. I think that's a great way to put it. Yeah, like it's I think not, so too. It's, it's never, it's never like three stooges. Yeah, I was just going to say but, it's never three stooges, but it's, it's, when it does like come close to slapstick, it's really funny. Or, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, anything with Irving. <laughs> it plays physical humor very well. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Good Good on you, Milton. You you get it. Yeah. You get it. These 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 half star weirdos. Lizzo and Justin uh. the Beebs Bieber. <laughs> oh my god, that's I mean that might be my favorite of our Rotten Tomatoes reviews. Yeah, that was so really far. good. I did like the Royal Tenenbaums one where the guy was like, he might be a nice guy, but I don't like him. He's probably but very I nice. Like I wish he wasn't work. a director. <laughs> Which is still a mean thing to say. Yeah. Like, I wish he would take up a different profession like yeah okay or just let me get better at it or yeah. you know just critique me so i can i don't know work on it right i don't know courtney how, how uh, so these these this milton milton didn't give it any uh out of five stars or anything but what would you give it out of uh 10 oscars okay i really like this movie um i think it's really enjoyable i think it feels really modern um i think gregory peck is really hot um, and I think <laughs> Audrey Hepburn isn't too bad herself. And um, it's just, I think it's a pretty delightful movie and it's a lot of fun. And I'm going to give it eight out of 10 Oscars. Hell yeah. And and knocking it for, for some pacing stuff that it does drag in the middle. And I wish there was a B yep. plot. I wish there was something else to grasp onto. Right. Yeah. I, 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 would, I would say the same exact things. Um, yeah, I wish I wish the pacing towards it was it was in the middle. I mean, I think the the beginning and the end are pretty well uh, paced. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that middle section could could have used like I don't know. Uh, I think a B plot would have been good to break it up. Audrey Hep- Hepburn is uh, delightful. Yeah. Uh, and very hot. And uh, <laughs> and uh, Gregory Peck, he, he's not too shabby either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And Irving, Irving's I'm great. here for it. What Those a, high pants. What a, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I would give it like a nine, like I did on Letterboxd. Yeah. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. I think people should watch it. All those, all the people I talked to that didn't know what i was talking about is and it's on amazon prime which okay so when you looked at it on amazon prime or did, when you typed in roman holiday was it the first thing that came up no i had to i, I had to yeah specific, i was about to text you because you had told me you watched it last night and be like is it not an amazon prime because like the so, holiday it, came up and like all this other shit that i didn't want yeah i had to tell ty- i think i ended up typing in i think the one that worked weirdly enough was uh roman holiday prime video because it was one of the suggested versions. Like, so I typed in searches. Roman Hall and it didn't come up like because okay. it loaded all those things. And then I t- tried to do it again and did like Roman Holiday, like Prime Video, something like that. And it didn't come up. And then I I, wrote I feel like Roman Audrey Holiday, Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn and it came up. Yeah, I feel like Audrey Hepburn would have worked like having yeah. that Roman Holiday, Audrey Hepburn. But yes, what a weird thing Yeah. to have it not be because it's like a regular expression that's a that's a coding term but like roman holiday anything with that like it should those exact characters should have come up and it didn't like it wasn't even at the bottom of the list it's not like yeah it was really weird but 
it is on Amazon Prime, and that's great because I feel like a lot of people have Amazon. I feel like people have Amazon Prime because of they have Amazon uh, shipping yeah. stuff, mm-hmm. right? So, and I don't think a lot of people even not that they don't realize that they have Prime Video, but like they just don't think about it. Mm-hmm. And Prime Video's got a lot of great stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like Fleabag. So heck yeah, dude. God. I'm gonna rewatch that now that I've mentioned it. I feel like I need to rewatch it. Yeah, speaking of hot uh dudes. Oh, the priest. Oh my god. Yeah, he's really hot. He's one of my favorite actors. I've seen him he's so I, good. I, I think I first saw him in Fleabag, but now I've seen him in a couple him in a couple things. He's awesome. Phoebe Waller. Like not only is he attractive, he's also a great actor. Yes. He has a great voice. I think his voice is so funny like it it lends like his voice lends him to to comedy pretty pretty well phoebe waller bridge said that after the second season was released um priest porn was trending and (laughs) she was like i've made it (laughs) she's like i've influenced porn trends this is it also spoilers for fleabag uh but the end of season two where where they don't get together yes i love it I, i love it but where she says um she says, I love you, and he says, it'll pass. Makes me cry every time. Ooh. Yeah, it is that, oh, that ending at that, yeah, where they're waiting for at the, the bus, bus stop. It's oh so heartbreaking. God, and then I think he says, he says, I love you too. And he leaves. Yeah. And he says, it'll pass. That is, Ugh. I mean, that's fucked up. It's heart-wrenching. <laughs> I, anyway, spoilers for me. <laughs> you uh, put that yeah, in the show notes because that. that's such a recent thing. Maybe I <laughs> yeah, true. spoiled it. Yeah, I'll put that in show notes. But uh oh what was it gonna Oh speaking of uh Phoebe Waller Bridge, mm-hmm. uh I got a MacBook Pro. Okay. And I name all of my computers after Star Wars droids. And Phoebe Waller Bridge plays a Star Wars droid in the Han Solo movie. And I named my new MacBook Pro after her droid. Wow. <laughs> just you There's know, so just much. It- there's it, so all, much all the, you just you know, said. Yeah, it, it was a bit of a journey. I'm sorry to. I'm gonna have to process that and get back to you at a later date. MacBook Pro. No, no, I get it. It's just a, it, no. I get no. You, no, I get it. Anyway, L3, her name was L three three seven. All right. She was very funny. I I wouldn't know. She has this whole thing. Her the droid has this whole thing where she's she's pretty conscious. There's like a. There's varying degrees of consciousness that these droids have. She's very conscious, and uh, she she thinks that uh, people like shouldn't own droids, and she's very like revolutionary about the the freedom of droids. And at one point, she sets a bunch free, and she's like revolution. It's very funny. All right. Also, Donald Glover is in love with her, and she's in love with him. So. Uh, All right. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Han Solo, or no? It's just Solo. Solo. No, I know what it is. Yeah, (laughs) that's on Netflix. Great. Watch that. Real easy. It'll be on Disney Plus one day. Like it'll make the (laughs) the jump. Oh yeah, sorry. (laughs) I named them the they who shall not be named. (laughs) Oh. So, uh, just in case, just in case we don't record a new thing, uh, next week's movie is TBA. Uh, we will let you know. We're gonna we're see if we can figure it. Yeah, we're figuring out a guest because yeah. what else can Tyler and I talk about? Honestly, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're 
gonna if we don't get someone else in here, we'll just start feuding. <laughs> just lose our minds. Yeah. Um. So that'll be that'll be great. I'm that'll excited. Be awesome. Have All a, of our options that they, and they don't know. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the options are fantastic. You'll love to see it. Yes. But yeah. Uh. So I guess, uh, Courtney, where would uh, people go if they wanted to find you on the internet? Oh, I'm I'm always on instagram you can find me there anytime come to the gram come see my grid and my stories um yeah i'm just trying to live that influencer <laughs> life i'm living that instagram life you know yeah um so you can go you, to at yeah the interrupt me as i'm giving my handle <laughs> you know i'm trying to build my following influencer. yeah <laughs> that active you know how instagram has that like active one minute ago Mm-hmm. Yours is just always now. Mine's mine's always active. Yeah. Yeah. It's always green. Go green to line. go to uh lifestyle dot court dot L L dot hall <laughs> to see my to see my blogs and vlogs. See what I'm doing. I'm cooking. <laughs> I'm I'm making some fucking crafts. <laughs> mac and cheese. And I am I knew Tyler would like that joke. I'm just like, I'm, you know, I'm living, okay? And I want you to come on this journey called life with me. And if you can't yeah. find that handle yeah. because it's been taken down by the authorities, um, you can follow me at Cordal Hall everywhere. Yeah, you don't have to. I really don't post much. Perfect. Unless you Including, go to Letterboxd and then I Yeah, unless you go to Letterboxd. <laughs> uh, and I'm at Tyler's New Groove on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you want to keep up with the show, we are at Film Schooled FM. Uh, fr- fr- uh, Fran Michael FM. That's those last two letters. Uh, what's wait? What's military for F? Alpha, Beta. What's Charlie. military? Do you mean like yeah, the military alphabet? No, like the the military alphabet, like Alpha, Beta, Charlie, Delta, Fox, Echo, Foxtrot, Foxtrot. Yeah, Foxtrot, with- Michael. Okay. FM. Foxtrot Michael. Yeah. Um if you wanna if you wanna get on that um hashtag cancel Tyler party, join us. We're gonna start a Facebook group. Um (laughs) We've proven this episode. (laughs) What? That I'm not the horny one. No, we're not canceling you. I it's fine that you're horny. Live your life, man. (laughs) Who isn't? The problem isn't that. The problem is that you think siblings can date each other. And that you don't think adopted siblings are real siblings. Not biological. No, they're not, but you still would, should right. not sleep all with I'm them. All I'm saying, all I'm saying it was, is it would make sense that by, like, like you know, just like how hormones are just kind of like. You're, yeah, but I'm saying if you, you have, have that a type, connection. Right? Ew, you have a type God. just naturally. People people are just no, attracted to No, I know what to, you're saying. I just, I just disagree with you <laughs> completely. I just it, think that if I'm, you grew up as it just them makes being sense your sibling, that, yeah, no, then you I would not find them attractive. And the like, I don't know. I feel like it. It's not unreasonable to think that someone would have an attraction to someone they're not biologically related yeah, to, just but because the of the fact how that they act on it. Evolution is, works is the problem. <laughs> okay, I guess we've come to an agreement there. Okay. So you you agree you think it's wrong that they're <sighs> to a point. I don't think I think we should let them live their lives, but I don't think it should be advised. 
I feel like it could bring up a lot of. <laughs> I think they might need therapy. <laughs> For sure. Oh, you think they might need therapy? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Crazy the tenant moms all very moms. much need therapy. <laughs> oh God! All right, I guess all of them cancel the like... cancel hashtag Tyler party. Cance cancel the hashtag cancel the cancel the, the Tyler cancel party the Tyler party party and cut. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> That's all we got. We're out of we're out of steam. <laughs> It is so hot in here, and now I'm like, oh my god, do I have COVID? Oh I no, ding, is... ding, ding, ring that bell. <laughs> ding, 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 it is so sweaty in here, holy shit, what is going on?